Can we bless the Lord and act like we're glad to be in this service one more time? This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Oh, come on. I, listen, if you were in the stadium, you'd make a little bit more, more noise than that. But you're in the sanctuary, the house of God. God is great and greatly to be praised. We're glad to be in the service one more time. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hey, yeah. You might as well put your hands together. Bless his name one more time. So glad. I'm glad. So glad. So glad. So glad. He in the service. Yeah. together bless the name of the lord hallelujah we are in the church of god the house of god the sanctuary of god also known as k chapel missionary baptist church you who are joining us online we want you to welcome your neighbors and your friends share with your neighbors and your friends let them know that you are watching us online and you're inviting them to worship with us and to all of us who are gathered here in person thanks be unto god that we're able to come to the house of prayer one more time amen Amen. God is so great and greatly to be praised. Let's pray together. Father God, we bless your name. We magnify your name. 
you're so great and so awesome. King of kings, Lord of lords, we worship you. God now, sanctify this place. Purify our hearts, consecrate our minds that we might worship you in the spirit of beauty and holiness. For you deserve all of our praise, not some of it, not parts of it, but all of our praise. It belongs to you. So Lord, now, as you have been faithful down through the years, we ask but yet again that you hold our hands and walk with us as we attempt now to give you glory and praise. We pray that it be sanctifying and acceptable unto your sight, O oh God. Thank you for this day. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for clothing us in our right minds. Thank you for giving us the activity of our limbs. And thank you for allowing us to gather in person and virtually in this sanctified holy place. We glorify you and we bless you and we thank you that not only have you made this day, but you made us according to your will and according to your likeness. Now God, now God, now God, be pleased. Be pleased with our prayers. Be pleased with our worship in Jesus' name. And for his sake we pray, amen, amen, and amen. God bless you, God bless you. Listen, while you're still resting on your feet, we're gonna worship the Lord a little bit this morning. Have you ever looked in the mirror and just seen a little something that you wish was a little bit different? Anybody? Anybody other than me? You ever looked in the mirror and been like, oh, I wish that, I wish I could change that or wish this was a little bit different. But I, I, listen, I stopped by to tell you, listen, God made you. I said, God made you who you are. He didn't make any mistakes. He didn't make any junk. And we're going to glorify the God of our creation for making us just who we are. Come on, let's worship him this morning. It's all right, y'all. Smile when you're looking at here. <laughs> here we go. Because God... Say it again, God made me. Say it again, God made me. Y'all know this song, so sing with us. Come on. I'm a conqueror. I'm a conqueror. I'm victorious. I'm victorious. I won't be stopped. I won't be stopped. I won't be stopped. I won't be stopped. I'm a believer. I'm an achiever. I won't be blocked. I won't be blocked. Why? Because God. Oh, yes, he did. He made me who I am. 
we confess our sins and sinfulness and ask you, O Holy Father, to give us mercy to forgive them. Dear Lord, we understand through your spirit the Holy Scriptures were written. By your spirit, illuminate our minds and hearts as it is preached and as it is received. In the presence, precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Our scripture reference this morning comes from Second Paul's letter to, to Corinthians, the second letter. The 
fifth verse, I'm sorry, the fifth chapter and the 17th verse, one that most of us will really remember. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, yeah. all things become new. My God. May God add his blessings to the hearers, readers, and doers of his almighty word. My God. Somebody want to shout right there. Oh, bless his name. If any man be in Christ, hallelujah, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. He or she is a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things have become new. Amen. You're looking at a new me, y'all. I say, you're looking at a new me. You ought to tell your neighbor, if you can just wave at him, say, you you looking at, I'm, this is a new me waving at you. I ain't going to hug you like I used to, but, but I'm going to wave at you. This is a new me. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Listen, it's giving time. We know that the ushers have, ha have prepared the baskets at the entrances uh, and as well as, as the exits uh, of the sanctuary. And so we invite you who have not had an opportunity to give, if you would do so upon your uh, exit of the sanctuary. Uh, for those of you who are watching us online, we ask that you give by any number of ways. You can give uh, by texting to the number that's on your screen. You can also give by way of the K Chapel Church app. As always, you can drop your offering off at the office. Whatever you do, however you choose to do it, we ask that you do two things. Give so liberally and give so cheerfully, for the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Amen? Amen. We're going to go further in this worship experience. We won't go back, Pat. Amen.
again we have tried to bless this ministry with our giving those who had a part in it oh God I ask that you would bless them those who had a mind to give oh God and could not bless them also thank you for today thank you for this journey in Jesus name we pray amen amen good morning Kay I stand before you at this moment to faithfully to solicit your prayers and your condolences for Brother Ferland Van Buren. The reason is because Miss Gotha Bolden, sister of Brother Ferland Van Buren, just passed recently. Funeral service was yesterday. So let the righteous send prayers unto the Lord that it may prevail as much. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Reverend Dunn. Good to see these preachers here this morning. Amen. Amen. Good. Just feel good to have some help behind me. Amen. Ain't been lonely up here. Amen. Good to see you all in the service on this morning. God bless you. Listen, we also want to congratulate uh, our Developmental Learning Center. Uh, our Developmental Learning Center was recognized uh, on this week by the Jackson uh Jackson Mall Foundation, um, and they are honoring us for 25 years, amen, for our hard work and dedication to the community. Not only is this lovely pack, but they gave us a love gift as well, amen, amen, for 25 years of service, so we want to give this over. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Developmental Learning Center is doing some wonderful things with children uh, and families in this community. They're always very creative uh, in, in celebrating the seasons, but also in educating the young minds of, of, of young scholars here. And we're thankful uh, for the hard work of our staff, our faculty, and all who play a part in making sure that these young these young people develop into all that God created them to be. So again, we celebrate our Developmental Learning Center for 25 years of service. Amen. We do have uh, new members that we want to fellowship into the church this morning. Sister Janet uh, Story, we want to fellowship her in this morning. God bless you. Won't you come and stand? Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask uh, a representative. For, well, you are a deacon, so we got a deacon represented. Do we have a, a trustee or a mother represented? We want to have a mother or a deacon that's represented. We're not going to do the whole line. Amen. We're not going to do the whole line. We just want a representative maybe from, from uh, deaconess, our mothers, deacons. Uh, do we have a trustee perhaps? Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for that. Anybody else I need to recognize? I think that'll, that'll do for today. Is that all right? Does that satisfy everybody? Amen. God bless you. Let's welcome, let's welcome home again. Amen. What a fellowship, what a joy divine. A fellowship, what a joy divine. Leaning on everlasting on. What a is mine
of mine on the everlasting arms. I have blessed peace with my Lord so dear. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God keep you is our prayer. Listen, we want to also thank those of you who are watching from online. We know that there are so many of you in the city and around the area who are watching, but we have so many also outside of the state, um, outside of the state of Mississippi, outside of even this region who are watching us. And we thank God for all of our new partners in this ministry. Amen. People who have found K Chapel online and who have been contributing. Amen. Not just watching, but giving. Amen, somebody. <laughs> Not just watching, but contributing, giving. Uh, we have friends over in Georgia. I just got a note this morning from someone in Grayson, Georgia. I don't know where Grayson, Georgia is, but thanks be to God that you are watching us. Amen. And she said to me that uh, the series that we're in right now, Reimagining, is such a blessing uh, to her. And, and uh, she gave a great gift as well. And to our friends in Alabama uh, who are always watching and giving wonderful words of encouragement and support and monetary support as well. We thank you for all that you've done. Indiana, Illinois, Texas. We get emails from all over people who are being blessed by the ministry. And so thanks be to God for you being a part of our worship services here. We also want to let you know that when you are feeling uh, safe and ready to return, the sanctuary is open on first and third Sundays. Amen. And listen, I say this, I say this, and I've been a few places uh, that, that are, are, are trying to operate in this new reality, in this new context. Uh, let me say this, we do it well. I need, to, I need you to hear what I'm saying. At K Chapel, we're doing it well. We're meeting well. We're meeting with safety precautions in place with protocols that are being followed. You see right now all over, across this sanctuary, people are masked. I've been in situations and settings as, 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 as recently as this week uh, where, where, where these kinds of safety measures were not being practiced. Amen. And so I only say that to say to you who are at home, uh, this is one of the safest places you can be. Amen. This is one of the safest places you can be. Uh, we, 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 we meet, and let me tell you one of the reasons why we do what we do. We meet uh, intermediately, first and third Sundays, because that's not just something that we thought of, but the reason we did that was because if there were ever a breakout, if there were ever cases, we wanted time to be able to notify people, to be able to track and see who was in what service so that we could properly do the trace contacting and calling and all those things that we could uh, sanitize in between services. We very thoughtfully thought about how we are regathering. Amen? 
you're wearing masks because we we got the CDC recommendations. We're we're doing the sterilization, and we are also publishing, publishing, and letting you know the vaccination rate of each service. Amen. So you know before you come to the service what the vaccination rate this service looks like. So we're at 69.7%. And that's a little bit lower than we normally track here at K-Chapel. I must say that. That's a little bit lower. Amen. I'm not going to get nobody to side eye. Amen. don't, Don't do that to anybody. Amen. But but let me say this. Let me say this. That's way higher than the state average. State average hadn't even hit 50 yet. Amen, somebody. Amen. So again, I say worshiping here in this sanctuary is one of the safest places you can be in a public gathering. Amen. And so when you feel safe at home to return, we invite you and we encourage you to do just that. This morning, we do have also, it's uh, election time, and we do have uh, a person who is is coming to introduce themselves to us. Uh, She's running, well, I tell you what, you tell us who you are and what you're running for. I don't want to steal any of your two minutes. Amen. God bless you. (laughs) Thank you so much, Pastor Buckley, and to the ministers in the uh, pulpit, and to the wonderful leaders here at K Chapel. Good morning. My name is Greta Mac Harris. Got two minutes. I got to talk kind of fast. I am campaigning for county court judge, but before I begin or go any further, mama, just raise your hand. My mama is always with me. She's been on the battlefield for me, with me now, for about 52 years, for as long as I've been alive. Now, oh, did you? Oh, no, no, not my sister. God is good. And I'm grateful for the other people who are also with me. They have been with me from the very beginning. And I have people who are attending virtually. Thank y'all so much. Now, going on 25 years, I have been an attorney here in Jackson. And I have had real-life experiences that have had me in the courtroom, not just as an attorney. And I submit to you that those real-life experiences and career choices makes me the better fit for Hines County Subdistrict 1. On November 2nd, we will have a special election, and I'm asking you to go out and make Greta Mac Harris your choice if you want to have a voice. I have experience in youth courts across the state of Mississippi, and I also want to say that our civil court dockets need opportunities to move along. I'm the only person on the ballot with experience with jury trials. Senior circuit court judges can make the opportunity to have county court judges specially appointed. I can do that on day one. I don't need any on-the-job training. On November 2nd, I'm asking, and like the, like the songwriter said, the, the choir had it right. I'm a believer. I'm an achiever. I am going to fight for Hines County because Hines County is worth fighting for. Now, Dr. Dr. Maya Angelou, woman of wisdom, would always say that when a person shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Believe me, I'm ready. Thank you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. We will be praying for you, Sister Harris. Amen. One thing I can say, you, you, you follow instructions. Two minutes. God bless you. We thank you for that. Amen. 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 Listen, we are getting ready to hear the word of God this morning. I want you to be in prayer, and, and we will hear one more time from our virtual voices and these live musicians. Amen. As they come and give us a word about reimagining. Amen.
This song is meant for those of us who've been wanting and needing to see a new you. Maybe it's because of the mistakes in the past or because of your own negative thoughts. But I want you to take right now as your moment. You've been released from everything and everyone that has kept you from being your best self. Reimagine that everything that's ever worked against you is now. Every thought, every hurt, every pain, all the doubt, insecurities, self-hate is gone. Failure, gone. Depression, gone. Every sin, all my scars, all my pain, it's gone. It's in the past. Gone, y'all. It's yesterday. Gone. What your mama did, what your daddy did, what your sister did, what your brother did. It's gone, y'all. Reimagine, y'all. What kept you down? It's gone, y'all. It's in the past. By faith, y'all. It's gone. The song says, imagine me. Pastor is asking us to just recalculate, reevaluate. Take a second look. And if we're honest with ourselves, if we're really honest with ourselves and we look at it again, we might have a, another different viewpoint. Reimagine me. Reimagine me. Reimagine. My God. Reimagine. Reimagine. Reimagine me. Second mm. Corinthians 5 and 17. Hopefully will help us do just that. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things. Are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Somebody missed their shout. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things. I'll become new. If anybody receives that this morning, why don't you just give God a great big hand of praise. Thank him for the newness of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. There's some things you just need to thank God for being new. Some things you need to tell people and things and the world bye-bye to. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye. All things are new. Mm. Mm. My God. That's resonating in me right now. Mm. Some things you need to tell the world bye-bye to. Some things in your past you need to wave bye-bye to. Bye, 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 bye. 
Baba. To yesterday. To old self. The way you used to live. Bye-bye. To who I used to be. Bye-bye. To how I used to live. Bye-bye. Say bye-bye. To my old self. To my old ways. To my old thoughts. To my old time, to my whole life, to the way reimagine. I want to talk about reimagining me. Reimagining me you know oftentimes our lives are held in in a certain place our development lays dormant in a particular space oftentimes because we are unable to break out of who and what we imagine ourselves to be. Old narratives hold us hostage. Old messages keep us bound. Old experiences are replayed in our conscious and subconscious minds that set up roadblocks into our future selves. And I know, I know, I know that some of you don't have this struggle. Some of you won't be able to identify with how real and how present and how palatable the past can be in one's presence. But there are a few of us in here this morning who understand the challenges of old ways. The challenges of old habits and old patterns and old thoughts and old Issues and old problems and old struggles and old folk. Old identities that show up in our daily experiences like Halloween ghosts from the past causing horror and terror in our lives. It shows up, it shows up in things like, like what they call the imposter syndrome. When you constantly fear that someone is going to discover and expose and use against you what you see as your weakness or your inadequacy. It shows up in the most inconvenient moments making you feel less than and less prepared and less qualified and less experienced and less worthy. It shows up and causes you to engage in negative self-thought and before you know it, you have given yourself every reason for why you should not move forward and make that phone call or submit that application or write that business plan or send that email. It shows up. It causes you to sabotage whatever step you've made because the further you get into more unfamiliar terrain, the more you long for what you know, even if what you know is not best for you. 
ain't going to play with y'all this morning. So, so this series and this sermon is meant for you to reimagine yourself. Reimagine yourself being the you that you want to be. The person that God has created you to be. The individual with the confidence and the assurance you need to do what God has gifted you to do. The person who has resolved your past and no longer wrestled with what you did and how you lived and who you loved or what you left. Reimagine you being settled in yourself. Securing your decisions, looking back on the life that you have lived only as a prelude to the best days yet to come. Prayerfully, this passage will help you do just that in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Y'all stay with me. Y'all heard a baby before. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Paul says that as a believer, as a follower of Jesus Christ, as a blood-washed and spirit-filled child of God, you are a new creature. Look at the text. If Watch this. If any man be in Christ... That, that means blessed. <laughs> that, that means newness of life is possible for anybody. I'm glad somebody talking to me in here. It, it does not matter your past. It does not matter your problems, your personality. If any man be in Christ, in Christ means that you have then been given a new nature, a new heart, and a new mind. And with this new mind, I can think new thoughts. With this new mind, I can live a new life. With this new mind, I can believe new things. With this new mind, I can set forth new goals. With this new mind, I can govern myself with new values and new morals and a new ethic. With this new mind, I can embrace new ideas. I can adopt new perspectives. I can accept new realities. With this new mind, the first, the first reality that I want to challenge someone in here, someone out there to accept this morning is this. You are wanted. You are wanted. Mm. There's some folk listening to me right now who, who wanted my admitting, but you have struggled with the idea of being wanted. Let me say it another way. One of your greatest fears has been being rejected. And the idea and the possibility of rejection has limited you throughout life. And here's what I need you to see. Is that the God of the universe whose standards are high. The God of the universe whose thoughts and ways are above and beyond anything we could ever imagine. The God of the universe thinks so much of you that he chose you to be his child. 
Romans 8 and 15, I feel my help right here. Romans 8 and 15 says, For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons by which we cry out, Abba, Father. Listen to that. God chose you to be his child. We have received a spirit of adoption. When Paul writes this, he is referencing the Roman law of adoption and according to the Roman legal system, the person who was adopted into a family gained all the legal rights of a legitimate son into a new family. By becoming a new member of this new family, this new son or daughter gained all the rights of the father's estates. He is now or she is now an equal with the other sons and the other daughters in this new family. He is now a co-heir. She is now a co-heir with all of the other siblings in that family. They are regarded as new people with new families, with new rights, new privileges, new responsibilities. That's what adoption means, y'all. Can I tell you what else adoption means? Conversely, adoption means, watch this, that everything in your old family is dissolved. Y'all missed that. Y'all missed that. In, in the Roman law, according to Roman law, when one was adopted, all of the debts were canceled. Any rights, any privileges, any responsibilities associated with the old family were lost. His past had nothing to do with him. Now, and listen, the most high God who is omniscient, knowing everything that there is to know about you, chose to adopt you. And I need you to understand that if God wants you, you have got to reimagine yourself as being wanted, as being preferred, as being chosen, as being worthy, as being somebody. Right now, I want you to walk in the freedom from the fear of rejection by knowing that if God thinks enough of you to want you, to adopt you, to make you a son and a daughter, then whoever put that message in your mind that you were not desirable, that you were not wanted and set up this fear of being rejected, reimagine yourself right now with the confidence of walking out of this place knowing I am wanted. And reimagine that not only are you wanted by God, but that God has put in you that which is attractive. A spirit that is engaging. A heart that is beautiful. A mind that is desirable. A personality that is appealing. And a self, a skill set that is profitable. A talent that is useful. A gift that is preferable. An ability that is marketable. Stop thinking less of yourself and what God has put inside of you. God made you who you are. And you are wanted. Listen, listen. Your fear of rejection has caused you to settle for stuff and settle for positions and settle for relationships and settle for opportunities that are less than what you could and should be doing. I'm talking to somebody. Let me talk to the camera for a minute. You are selling yourself cheap 
Your fear of rejection is causing you to settle for stuff, settle for people, settle for relationships, settle for jobs and opportunities that are beneath what you can do. Mm. Y'all not going to like me today. If the God of the universe, if the God of this great universe thinks so much of you, why do you think so little of yourself? God longs for you to see yourself as he sees you wanted and your rejection issues have caused you to limit your possibilities by not putting yourself in situations where rejection is possible. So what do you do? You play it safe. And you only do those things that are abundantly clear that you will succeed at. The problem with this approach is that you constrain your potential and you cap your possibilities. The fear of rejection holds you hostage from realizing your purpose. The fear of rejection keeps you from applying. The fear of rejection keeps you from shooting your shot. The fear of rejection causes you to pass the ball when you should have scored. The fear of rejection causes you to swing because keeps you from swinging because you think you might miss. But today is your day of deliverance. Adopted son of God, adopted daughter of God. Jesus Christ is your older brother. You are a joint heir, which means that you have the right and the responsibility and the privileges that come with being a part of the family. And in this family, this family where God is father, we are wanted. In this family, we are chosen. In this family, we have preferred status. In this family, we walk by faith and not by sight. In this family, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. In this family, we ask believing and we shall receive it. In this family, we are a royal priesthood. In this family, we are a chosen generation. In this family, we have the stuff that makes us wanted. Number two, reimagine, reimagine. Reimagine, not only are you wanted, but I want you to reimagine that you are enough. I want you to reimagine that you are enough. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but self doubt has so clouded your mind. And so clouded your imagination about who you are that you have convinced yourself that you don't measure up. <clears throat> You've convinced yourself that you don't have enough, that you can't do enough, that you don't know enough, that you are not enough. The enemy has used the same, y'all don't mind if I teach for a minute, do you? <laughs> the enemy has used the same lie since the beginning of time let me show it to you he came to Eve in the garden of Eden came in the form of a serpent and convinced her that while she was in paradise y'all not hearing me here she is sitting in paradise 
And the devil comes along and convinces her that somehow there was something about her and her situation that wasn't enough. He convinced her that that God didn't want her to eat of the fruit of the forbidden tree because doing so would give her what she was somehow missing. She would have more knowledge and she would be like God if she ate of the forbidden fruit. And Eve fell for the lie that who she was and what God had given to her wasn't. And over and over again, the devil tells us the same lie. In different ways, but it's the same lie. Oh yeah, it's the I'm going to free somebody today. It's the same lie over and over and over again. And we get on the hamster wheel of doing things to try to make ourselves enough. To try and measure up. To try and prove to ourselves and to other people that we are all shucks. We are enough. The devil tells us if you, if you go to this school or parents, if you send your, 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 your child to this school, you'll finally measure up and, and you'll be enough. If you live in this neighborhood, you'll finally measure up and be enough. If you vacation here and post it on Facebook, you'll finally measure up and be enough. If you are seen at this event, you will finally measure up and be enough. If you drive this car and you wear this brand and you carry this bag, you will finally measure up. Oh, shut y'all come on and say amen. You will finally measure up and be enough. And this morning, I want you to reimagine that your worth is not determined by your wardrobe your value is not determined by the vehicle you drive but you the person that God created you not what everybody else sees not what everybody else knows but you the individual that's looking back at you at the mirror you are enough you are enough With everything that the world wants you to buy, you are enough. With everything that we want to attach as symbols of success, no, you are enough. Not your degree, you, not your house, you, not your job, you, not your bank account, you, not your family name, you. You know the real freedom of this? When you believe and start to reimagine that you are enough, you'll stop putting up with some stuff. When you really believe that you are enough, you'll stop putting up with some foolishness. When you really believe, watch this, that you can do better. When you really believe that you're worth more than 
how somebody is treating you when you really believe that that God put something in you that that is valuable that is a pearl that is a diamond when you really believe that you are enough you will stop selling yourself so cheaply when you believe you're enough you'll stop looking to other people to validate you when you believe that you're enough you'll stop waiting on other folk to authenticate you to confirm you and to legitimize you and to give you status and definition of meaning and and you'll stop relying on somebody else and start walking in your own in who God created you to be not in your relationship you not who you married, you. Not who you're dating, you. And the world, the world is waiting on you to believe that about yourself. That you are enough. So get off the hamster wheel of trying to convince yourself and others and walk in the assurance and the confidence of who God created you to be and believe that that person is enough. Last thing and I'm through. Let me drop this in your spirit for you to begin now reimagining yourself as more like Christ. Reimagine yourself as more like Christ. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. As new creatures in Christ, as the adopted children of the Father, we now, watch this, adopt the ways and the will of the Father. This is not something, this adoption of his ways and his will. This is not something that happens by osmosis. This is not something that takes place through positive thinking, but it does involve the mind. Listen to Paul. Let this mind be in you. I'm finished. Which was also in Christ Jesus. These words from the Apostle Paul remind us that as believers, we must avail ourselves to taking in and taking on the thought life of Jesus Christ. Being more like Christ means that our minds become saturated with the values and marinated in the mores of the Messiah. As a joint heir, that means I want to resemble the character and I want to exude the traits of my father. Imagine, reimagine yourself being more like Christ, loving, kind, gentle, merciful, patient, gracious, forgiving, generous, more like Christ prayerful and faithful and honest 
more like Christ. Dependable, accessible, and relatable, more like Christ. Humble, meek, and servant-hearted, more like Christ. Caring, compassionate, and concerned for humanity, more like Christ. Holy, righteous, and good, more like Christ. Ethical, God-pleasing, spirit-filled, more more like Christ why? I'll tell you why because God is your father and Jesus is your brother and as an adopted son and as an adopted daughter we ought to take on the traits the characteristics and the ways and mores of the family you in the family. Quit acting like you're not a part of the family. You in the family. Start acting like who you who you are. You in the family. We don't talk like that. You in the family. We don't act like that. You 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 in the family. We we don't do like that. You in the family. Reimagine yourself. You are enough. You're enough. Reimagine yourself. Being more like Christ. Reimagine yourself. The yell, the old things are being passed away and all things have become new and as such, as such, you are wanted. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you and give you his peace. Reimagine and start it today. So why you going through? Let Jesus work on you. Mm. There's nothing else to do but be still and know He is God alone. He came to make you strong. Though it hurts for a moment, let Him work on you. While you're going through, let Jesus work on you. There's nothing else to do but be still and know that he is God alone. He came to make you strong, though it hurts for a moment. Just let him work on you. Let me say that again. While you're going through, let Jesus love on you. There's nothing else to do but be still and know that he is God alone. He came to make you strong. Though it hurts 
for a moment I know it hurts but it's only for a moment I know you may be hurt but thank God it's just for a moment so let him work on you somebody else needs to hear this while you're going through let Jesus work on you. Yes, sir. There's nothing else to do but be still and know that He is God alone. My God, my God. He came just to make you strong. Though it hurts. Though it hurts. For a moment. Just a moment. Sometimes it's gonna hurt. But it's only for a moment I know it hurts Mm. Just for a moment (laughs) Just let him work on you Listen, I don't know I don't know who this is for this morning But there's some work that God needs to do on you and in you, in your mind, in your consciousness, your subconsciousness, there's some negative messages that have been planted deep in your in your mind, in your heart, and they've been living there for a long, long time. God's got some work he's got to do on you. And it might hurt for a moment. Mm. But you need to be still and let him do his work. Let him do his work of repairing you and fixing you. Letting you know that you are wanted. You are enough. Let him do his work. Here's how I know it's going to hurt because there are going to be some people you're going to have to leave behind. It's going to hurt for a moment. Because you're going to have to turn around from some ways you've been living. It's going to hurt for a moment. Because you're going to have to venture off into some things by faith. Not knowing how things are going to work out. And that's just not the way you've lived your life. You've been a planner. You've been an organizer. You've been able to write everything down. And you've been able to make everything meet up where it's supposed to meet up. And God is saying, no, where I'm taking you, you're going to have to do this blindly. And know that I am with you. My hand is guiding you. My hand is over you. My hand is under you. And it's going to hurt for a moment because you hadn't lived like this before. You hadn't walked like this before. But be still and know that God is working. You've got to reimagine. Reimagine a new relationship with God where you really, you really, you really, you've been saying it, but you really trust Him. You don't have to trust what you can do for yourself. But I believe God is taking some of us into some waters and into some situations where you're really going to have to completely trust God. I'm going to stop right there.
going to stop right there and I'm going to let God do his work on you and in you. If you're here, if you're there, you're watching, there's a number on your screen right now. We want you to call that number. If you're ready to give yourself to Christ and, and reimagine yourself as a new creature, it starts by accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Here's what you do by faith. You simply say, Lord, I accept Jesus as my Savior. I believe that Jesus died on a cross for my sins. I believe he rose again from the dead. And right now, by faith, I accept Jesus as my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to the family. If you prayed that prayer, you are a new creature in Christ. Old things are passed away. You have become new. Now, if you're here and you pray that prayer, we want you to meet you. We want you to meet with us at the end of the service. If you're at home and you're watching, you pray that prayer, call the number that's on your screen. Somebody's waiting right now to speak with you, pray with you, and give you next steps to know how to live out your faith and connect with us further here at K Chapel. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. Amen. Amen. And amen. God bless you. Won't you stand? Well. I think we need a just a final amen. Yeah. See, amen, amen means so be it, let it be so. And I'm just gonna ask that what has been preached today that you let it be so. Let it be so. Amen. 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 Come on, everybody, let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church everybody say amen. God has spoken. God has spoken. Let the church, let the church say What his word says, God has spoken. God has spoken. Let the church, let the church Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.